0: You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us for our midweek service tonight. My name is Tyrone Plunkett, and I help serve in our awesome teen ministry. Tonight's lesson is entitled Silence or Solitude and silence. Before I began into our lesson, I wanted to start off with a question. Do you ever find it difficult to get away from the noise of the world and just be quiet? Take some time to think about that. Do you ever find it difficult to get away from the noise of the world and just be quiet? You know, on a website called Very Well Mind, perhaps the most Serious problem created by sound pollution is the impact it has on health. Sound pollution can trigger the body 's stress response, and one of its major health effects is chronic stress. You know I remember as a child growing up on Saturday mornings where the gardener would come early in the morning to turn on his leaf blower or edge cutters and you know and Saturday mornings for me were like gold because. As as a young boy going to school Monday through Friday, I was exhausted, you know. And Saturdays were my day to just rest. And I remember the the gardener coming super early. It's probably like eight in the morning. I can hear edge cutters by my house or this leaf blower. And uh, to be honest, it was challenging for me to hear that because I just felt like, man, I'm I'm here. I am. I'm trying to rest, and I. I'm getting all this noise. I was disrupted. And perhaps, you know, for some of us, it may not be Gardner. It may be right. Uh, or it may be, you know, you, you hear you're hearing loud sirens past your house or maybe, uh, you know, most of us live here in L.A. We We get to hear the planes going over our houses. Maybe it's that for you. Or maybe you live by a Uh, a busy highway where you're constantly hearing cars go back and forth you know whatever the noise is for you you know uh, we've all experienced it we all have been disrupted by noise you know what about this what about the noise of your own mind maybe you're hearing the different noises of doubt or fear or worry or bitterness or angry you know How do we find solitude during the noise? And I hope today's lesson about silence and solitude would encourage us. Actually, let's go ahead and start off with a word of prayer. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for uh, this time to pray as we think about silence and solitude, Lord. We pray that... uh, We can silence, or you can help silence the noise inside of our own minds and our own hearts today, Father, as we sit and bask for midweek tonight. Father, help us to feel relaxed. Help us to feel invigorated, God. Help us to learn how to just slow down our lives um, so that we can hear you, we can be with you, Father. Uh, We can sort through all the noise that's going on in the world. Father, we love you. Thank you. It's in Jesus' name amen. So I wanted to start off in Matthew chapter 4. Um, If you guys can go ahead and turn there, Matthew chapter 4, um, we're going to be starting in verses 1 through 2. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 through 2, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry you know i've always thought this passage was odd i don't know this is an odd passage like what was the spirit like why would the spirit lead jesus to be tempted or you know other translations tested by the devil i never quite understood that why he would do that you know um there's so much meat and potatoes in this passage and i don't have all the time to dissect it but the very first thing we learn in matthew is in matthew 4 is that jesus was led By the Spirit into the wilderness. For what reason? To be tempted or tested by the devil. And what was he there for? The Bible says that he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, jeez, I can't even go a couple hours without eating. Jesus was here 40 days and 40 nights. And he became hungry. And the part I want to look at today is this, this word wilderness. Okay? And so, in the Greek... The word wilderness is the Ramos, which is, a, which is when translated as an uncultivated, unpopulated place, a desolate, deserted area, a barren, solitary place. So I just want to kind of put out a disclaimer. This is not your favorite dining, <laughs> your favorite restaurant. This is not what this is. This is not even your favorite drive up Starbucks, drive through Starbucks you know this place was barren it was uninterrupted it was unpopulated it was solitary nobody was there and so i wanted to show you guys a picture of just perhaps something that we can kind of put our eyes on that would help us to kind of see and bring life to this passage of what perhaps jesus how you know went through when the when the spirit led him into the wilderness and i want to show you this picture this is what the wilderness looks like you know, there's, there's nothing nice about this wilderness. I mean it's barren. It has it doesn't look like it has any life there whatsoever. It's it looks like it's hot, like the sun is beaming, or perhaps it's cold, you know, but from the picture it looks like it's pretty hot. Um you know, it's dry. But I mean this is where Jesus was having a quiet time with God. He was fasting. Forty days and forty nights in a place like this. The Spirit led him here. And so I want to continue to read some passages in Luke chapter 5 verse 16 and Matthew chapter 14 verse 13. I'm going to read, continue to read some passages about Jesus and his practice of solitude and silence. And in Luke chapter 5 verse 16 it says, But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And in Matthew chapter 14, verse 13, it says, When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. And so when you look at these passages, uh, you look at the words lonely places or solitary place. And when you translate that word into Greek, it is the remos. It is that picture, of what we saw of the wilderness, like Jesus made a practice, a, a habit of getting alone by himself and going to this place. And, you know, and it's interesting in Matthew chapter 14, I, I, I love this passion It's so like human, right? That Jesus, he attempted to try to go and, and get by himself into a solitary place. And guess who's looking for him? It says the crowds followed him on foot, which is so interesting, right? Because have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to get some quiet time, trying to get away from the noise of the world, your own life and man, you get a text from a brother or sister, or you get a call, and you know, there's all this noise that, that, that accumulates and it's like jeez, like I just I, I just wanted to get some time alone and here you see Jesus where he tried to get by himself and nope, Jesus was famous. They, you know, they came like paparazzi trying to trying to spend time with them. So what's the point? If you haven't already figured it out. The point is to make time for the remos. Again, make time for we need to consider making time for the the Rimmels. i wanted to read you guys a quote it's by uh c.s lewis and this guy named henry Nouwen. c.s lewis if you don't know was a pretty famous uh theologian and henry Nouwen, he he's a spiritual author and uh c.s lewis's book um entitles the screw tape screw tape screw tape letters okay i'm getting tongue tied here the screw tape letters he writes these imaginary letters of a senior devil and his pupil and uh the senior devil's name is screw tape and the uh the the pupil his name is wormwood and uh the whole point of the book was to show kind of how the devil and the and the demonic world is out to disrupt christians to destroy them different ways that you know that the that the the spiritual evil tries to just destroy christians and this is one of the quotes that he said in the screw tape, screw tape letters. It says, "We will make the whole universe a noise in the end." You know, Henry Newen, or before that, right? So this whole idea of noise, right? So the you know, the the, the point is, is that the demonic world, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to say is trying to destroy christians and the way they you know that he does it is through noise you know henry newham said without solitude it is virtually impossible to live a spiritual life we do not take the spiritual life seriously if we do not set aside time to be with god and to listen to him and even more so right why we need to set aside time. We need to make time for the remos. You know, this seemed to be Jesus' mode of practice. Where he made time to get alone and away from the noise of the world. And perhaps the reason why we're frustrated with life, excuse me, anxious, irritable, is because we are bombarded with so much noise in our lives. The noise and demand of people, our own thoughts, the world. However, Jesus modeled what it looked like for us to get away, to be able to enjoy solitude and silence. You know, this past week I was sitting at the park with God, just enjoying some good old solitude. You know, it was amazing. I could feel the breeze. It was early in the morning. I could feel the breeze on my face. I can hear the birds. I was, you know, sitting under a a, a tree But I have to be quite honest, Um, you know, after I I, I left the park, I felt this disruption of my peace. And, you know, I've gone back to therapy just to kind of deal with some of the challenges of my own heart and some of the wounds that I've I've faced. And I, I was telling my therapist about my experience at the park, you know, and I realized that lonely places, places of solitude can be a scary place for me. They remind me of the loneliness I felt as a young boy. I can recall many times being alone and hear my parents yelling and fighting. And the truth is, as a young boy, I couldn't control my environment. But now as a disciple and an adult, I'm empowered to regulate my peace. You know, I'm empowered... To get away from the noise. Like, I have that power now, you know, to silence the noise around me, to get away, to be quiet, you know. And I'm so appreciative of just Jesus' own example of how he teaches us, like, the need to just get away and to make time for the ramos. The second thing I want to talk about is in 1 Kings chapter 19 verses 11 through 13, you know, most of us know this famous passage about Elijah, right, and how, you know, the the king of Israel's wife, Jezebel, right, like, told him, like, dude, I'm gonna end your life, and Elijah is disturbed, he's he's afraid, and so what does he do? Uh, Interestingly enough, he runs for his life, like, which makes sense, like, you get a death threat from somebody, I mean, it just sends you for a loop, It's spinning. And this guy, he he's so disturbed that he runs, he gets away, and he's in the wilderness, just like what we've been talking about—just that that solitude and silence. He gets away, and he's telling God, like, man, God, like, just take my life away. I mean, he's discouraged, he's depressed, you know. And in First Kings nineteen, verses eleven through. 13 This is where we pick up. It said, The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went and stood at the mouth of the cave. And my second point is to listen for the gentle whisper. Right. You know, this passage is amazing because it teaches us about God and how he speaks to us. Notice God doesn't present himself in the ways that are overt through the fire, the earthquake and the wind, although, I mean, God could do so. I mean, we've seen that plenty of times throughout the scripture, right, with Moses talking through a burning bush or, you know, different things that God did throughout the Bible. But God decides to present himself hear to Elijah through a gentle witch whisper, which means that we must posture ourselves in a position to listen. And we can't listen, honestly. Honestly, I don't know about you, but me, I, 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 I can't listen when there's so much noise going on around me. And perhaps this is the reason why Jesus and Elijah were found in the wilderness alone. This is the place where the Spirit led Jesus to fast for 40 days and nights with God to be strengthened to face the devil. And this is where Elijah heard God and was encouraged to continue his next assignment. Perhaps we too will be able to hear God as we make space for him in our lives. So what's the practical? Here it is. Identify your sacred place identify it you know for you know for me I love sitting under a shady tree you know the other day I was telling you guys like I, I went to the park and I found a tree I had my chair there and I just sat and and it was so amazing it felt so good just to be in God's presence you know for some of you guys it might be going to the beach and sitting by the water or for us that are more adventurous You know, it might be going to the mountains, you know, maybe that's where, you know, our sacred place is, you know, whatever your sacred place is, you know, identify it. And I I want to encourage us to make space to identify, you know, that place where we can just be still, we can have the silence and the solitude that we need from God. So what did we learn today? We learned about solitude and silence. We learned how Jesus modeled for us how to practice solitude and silence. And we've seen many scriptures in the book of Matthew and Luke and how Jesus made time. Like this was a habit of his to get away from the noise of the world. We le- We learned about the Greek word for wilderness or a solitary place, which means the remos. And how Jesus often went to this place. And what was the point? The point was... For us to make time, you know, through our busy schedules, through our lives, to make time for the Rimmels. But why? Well, we talked about listening for the gentle whisper. As we're here and as we make space for God and the Rimmels in that quiet place, perhaps, you know, as we've seen with Elijah, we'll hear the gentle whisper of God. And the practical was to identify your sacred place so as you guys going into your discussion groups here's two questions how did the spirit speak to you today and what is one thing you could do differently this week thank you so much for your time and attention thank you so much for joining us for midweek tonight have a great night you've just listened to the metro la podcast for more information about our ministry please visit MetroLARegion.com.